0: Well, Halloween is just around the corner and it tends to be one of the busiest days of sales for many restaurants. We've had our own many, many horror stories um, during Halloween where we ran out of boxes, we ran out of ingredient, uh, been mobbed, we did not have enough staff, but uh, those are uh, our personal horror stories for Halloween. Uh, if you have some horror stories of your own, I would love to hear it, but we have been um, able to market this day in a way that it has turned out to be one of our busiest days of sales. And I'm going to share with you today a simple checklist that you can put into practice that if Halloween has always been good for you, how can you make it even better? Again, I'm not saying I'm not promoting Halloween. We don't necessarily celebrate in our family, but people want food. We serve them. So again, I hope that you can implement what we're going to talk about in this show and make some dough. I want to make your life easier and provide a checklist for you. It is a free checklist. You can grab it and the link down below and it's going to be your Halloween marketing checklist. You can go grab that or just get a piece of paper as we're going along. I'm going to walk you through the logistics to consider and again, the promotion side and how we're going to make this success. Before we go any further on those things, I wanted you to as well for the next few minutes, put yourselves in your customer's shoes. In our case, we serve a lot of families. And here's what happens with a lot of families. Mostly the mom who is in charge of feeding everybody, right, is going to be in the week prior or two weeks prior, slightly pressured of what is it that their kid is going to wear for this Halloween? What are they going to be doing this year? You know, are they going to have families or friends over? Are they going to go somewhere? What's going to happen in the neighborhood? Kids may be wondering, you know, if they're going to decorate their yard with some Halloween affairs. Moms is thinking, oh, we got to buy candy. We need to buy the basket thingamajig where the candy goes. And particularly on Halloween day, a lot of times, which falls weekdays, it happens and the mom who's maybe been working all day or not outside the home has got to go pick up the kids from school, come home, you know, put the costume on them and whatever, just put all the logistics together and some coordination with the neighbors or whatever thing it is. And getting the candy, getting the basket, and there's some drama going on. You know how that is, right? And sometimes they, in fact, many times, they don't get a chance to cook dinner. Nobody wants to do dishes on Halloween. I mean, seriously, that's a horrible thing. That's a horror thing, right? So then this is where you and I come in, which is a great opportunity to serve people on a day like this and make it memorable for them. So, understanding what a parent desires on a day like this is very important. The parents want their kids to have a good time right They want their their they spend a lot of time in putting the costume together or face painting and all that goes into that right They spend a lot of times on that, and it is important for us if you have any customers on Halloween, your people to be trained to compliment people and their kids and their costumes maybe take some pictures and we're going to go over all of that with the logistics to make that experience more memorable for your customers that have chosen to dine with you on Halloween whichever year it is that the year it is so it is important for our team to understand our role on Halloween evening and that is to make life easy for our customers the process need to be smooth our ticket times need to be the lowest though it's going to be really busy that's what we need to be very ready for the dinner shift we need to make sure the customers have a good time, that they have fun, maybe have coloring sheets, maybe we take, you know, specifically for Halloween or fall or what have you. Uh maybe have decor that your team is going to put together. So when the kids come in, they're like, oh wow, you know, they have something that is whatever. Maybe you have a little spot that you create where parents can have their kids to take photos, uh, again, capture memories, and we want to make the experience memorable and smooth. You as well may want to consider having some candy. It is the candy evening, obviously, to pass to the children. Um, Obviously, they would like it if the parents allow it, which all parents kind of go crazy that evening. You know how it is. All right, so on this show, I want to just go over you thinking a little bit about the psychology of what goes on in our customer's mind because that a lot of times is going to be our secret weapon. And the more you understand the customer, their needs, the better we can serve them. You know what I mean? So a lot of times you wanna put yourself in your customer's shoes to know what do they value and we serve people in the way they wanna be valued. We don't wanna be just creative for being creative. We need to know who's giving us money, what do they want from us and we just deliver and exceed expectation. Very simple, right? That's what we do in this business. So on this show, I'm gonna have two segments that we're gonna cover. One is the logistics that you need to consider. The other side is the promotion all of the following that I'm about to go over is going to be part of that checklist. So again, you can take notes on a piece of paper or grab your free checklist on the link down below. Go get that PDF print it out, just follow along. So always whenever we're hosting an event we're we're whatever thing we're doing, we all ought to start with last year. So you need to look at your last year's numbers. This is your step number one. And always, when you look up a holiday, you need to look up the day before the day of, and the next day. So in this case, we're talking about Halloween in particular case, hypothetically. You wanna look up when did Halloween was last year. Hypothetically, it was on a Wednesday. What was sales and the hours? Uh, you know, you all wanna observe how was lunch, how was a dinner shift, when did it die, and what have you, when was the rush, the day before, on Halloween, and the following day, which in our case, it was Thursday. A lot of times, our experiences the day after a holiday or an event that we host, sales takes a dip. And why does that matter? Because you are a responsible uh, restaurant owner or manager and you need to know that data so you can schedule your people properly. And with that, obviously, you need to look up the labor percentage of the day before, on the day of, and the day after Halloween. So this is is going to determine how you're going to distribute your people on the schedule-wise this year. Next is you want to consider if you do want to come up with a deal for Halloween, right? In our case, the reason I was saying with our ticket times is because we want, one of the reasons we create a deal for a day like Halloween is because we can streamline our operations in a way that for that particular dish, in our case, maybe it's a 16-inch one topping, it's very simple to execute for the team and we can have a very quick turnaround. So in like 10 minutes, we can serve our customers. So you may want to consider in this step, do you want to come up with a deal, something that um, is a no-brainer for the customer, you're making it easy and smooth, maybe it's just a pickup deal, it is up to you. But in this step, you need to determine are you gonna come up with a deal or not? And if you do, choose a fun name for it. In this case, a horror-driven name. I have no idea, you know, it's Halloween, so make it something. The next thing of logistics to consider always when you do something new, always when you add a new menu item, you know the drill, always when you do a new deal is to consider the POS side. Should you create a new POS button? Uh, is it going to be a discount button that you're going to create? But somebody has got to create it and someone needs to make sure to disable the button The following day the next uh item on our checklist that you want to consider is if you are going to decorate the restaurant right and you're like well i ain't got time for that fantastic nobody has got time for that and even if you had time for that friend you should delegate it you should not be the one doing that task so identify who among the team likes to decorate somebody likes it uh, among your team right figure out who that person is set a budget and an expectation of what you would like to see and delegate the task to them. So for instance, the expectation is like, I don't want a humongous spider in here. I don't wanna go like something too nasty or skulls everywhere, right? You, You need to, not you just, tell them to be creative sometimes they're going to be too creative so you need to know what are you going to be okay with what are you not going to be okay with explain your vision and what that would you have in mind and they do need to be a little bit creative so they enjoy doing that task for you and they can recruit other team members in order in terms of hanging stuff up during your you know when the time is slow during the day maybe the day prior or something like that to decorate the restaurant and clean it up afterwards. You can as well um, have some coloring sheets that you recruit this person that we talked about who likes this aspect, or somebody who really likes kids and, and things like that. That person may be the one doing it. And again, you want to recruit your team with that. Is having specific coloring sheets for Halloween or a fall theme. I mean, it's up to you how you want to go about it, but remember that that's an item on your checklist. The other one, and when it comes to logistics, is you need to determine. What's going to happen with your people and costumes? Do you want them to wear costumes? Yes or no? And are you going to set some restrictions for the costume? Um, do you want to, you know, because again, if not, they may dress up somewhat inappropriately. They may not be a good fit for the culture of your. Uh, Restaurant and with your customers, but if you do not because you did not set expectations, right? So we want to always make sure everybody keeps everything PG. You know, I don't I don't want you to you know I don't want to go into details. You understand what I mean if you are not specific Sometimes people get to be really creative and uh, there's no going back So we want to always make sure that we set an an expectation of what is okay and what is not? Okay, how short is short or how blah, blah 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 blah, you know what I'm talking about so You need to also make that decision uh, in this point of what you want your team to do. It is encouraged for people to wear a costume if they would like. And the reason is because they will have fun. They're choosing to work on Halloween and, you know, you want them to have a little bit of a good time. And this leads me well into the next point on the checklist, and that is you need to consider if you're going to feed your people on that evening or not. Again, they're choosing to spend time with you. They could have called in sick, and they're choosing to work on that evening uh, of Halloween at the restaurant. So, again, the reason we're going through the logistics is because, friend, if we do not plan ahead one week out, two weeks out, ahead of time for things like this, we're just gonna get very stressed. So for instance, in this case, you're like, well, we do wanna feed our people. Who can I recruit who's going to be in charge of this thing? Right? So when you have a lot of things to do, recruit your team and they're going to feel that they're part of putting this thing together because you're making them be part of it instead of you doing everything, which, and then you end up being very stressed and not having a good time, right? So get somebody to organize. Are you gonna feed people? Um, your your own food, whatever restaurant it is that you serve, you want everybody to feed them that food, or you can as well have that other person that you're delegating the task to call another restaurant and be like, hey, do you want to swap food? You know, we're a pizzeria. Can you guys, you know, give us some fajitas, you know, um, and swap food, you can also do that, but probably you need to consider feeding your people. Very important, you need to put somebody in charge of capturing footage, that is going to be their job, To take photos, take videos. It could be one of your hosts. If you're a full service, that would be perfect job for the host to take pictures. Again, you can set something up in the side of your dining room with some hay stuff. I mean, I'm not, some pumpkins or something like that. And that's the section. You can always go to the table. Hey, you know, would you like to take a photo of the thing? You know, we all share that on our social media. Again, a lot of people say yes and you are capturing these stories for your future impact report and or just sharing on your social media and people love to see their kids highlighted. When it comes to logistics, you always hear me say this and that is you need to have a team memo. The team memo is gonna be that sheet of paper you're going to see. Halloween plans. This is what you're communicating, right? So the way you do that, what's the purpose? There's going to be this specific deal. So-and-so is in charge of decoration. So-and-so is in charge of this. So-and-so is in charge of that. Hypothetically, you are allowed to wear a costume, but these are the restrictions with the costume, right? You are laying out the plan from the checklist. We got to go set this thing up. And as you know, the way team memos work, and the reason they're very effective is because you got, and you have to have this template. We talked about it a lot on this show, right? You got to have, um, uh sections of the the name of every single team member you have and a a little space where they can sign and acknowledge that they saw and they read this thing thoroughly because a lot of times we talk and again the manager can go over the team uh, memo sheet with a team member or a group of team members but nothing beats a signature because then it is formal and when they do something else like hey do you remember we had that team memo and in it you did sign did you acknowledge this it is a lot more formal when they have to sign something so that has always worked for our team and i share with you this what has worked for us in hopes that it works for you so you're able to be more effective when it comes to communicating with your team so we're talking about halloween this item on your checklist is to create a team memo communicating the vision for the halloween so everybody knows what the plan is when it comes to logistics i cannot not mention this and that is you need to have an hour on the calendar the next day after a holiday like halloween where you just go in and you track data how was this you have to debrief and the reason is while everything is fresh you got to get a google doc and type everything in okay this went well this did not go well two weeks out i did this this was a good idea this was not a good idea You need to debrief and dump everything, brain dump everything into a Google Doc, for instance, which I always share with you here on the show. It is critical that you have like these folders uh, on Google Drive. In our case, we do that, right? We have like marketing month by month in the month of October. There's a folder called October. In the month of October, I have a folder called Halloween. In the folder that is Halloween, I have our checklist in, which the checklist that I'm providing you, you're welcome to put it there as well. So next year, you can refer to it as well. So our debrief of how things went, of uh, photos and videos and marketing copy. You know, this was what we put in our email last year. I do the work once and I reap the benefits over and over. And that is, called creating a system, friend. You need to use that. So next year, you will be doing less work. And that's how I'm able to be at home right now having this conversation with you instead of being at our restaurant because I'm obsessed with creating systems. So the debrief goes into a Google Doc. The Google Doc is part of a Google folder that you will look into next year when you're looking a month out when you're planning your Halloween next year. It's gonna be much easier because you already did this analysis, okay? So I hope we're on the same page on that. All right, friend, in the next section, we're going to talk about your promotion strategy, all the glorious things you do in the restaurant is not going to matter if we're not shouting it from the rooftop and making sure everybody or most everybody in town knows about the deal and all that you got going on for Halloween at your restaurant. So I'm going to go over the next few steps that you need to consider to promote the Halloween event and how to make it successful. I actually also have this other checklist that we always use, and that is 10 steps to making any restaurant promotion a success. You can also grab that. I'm going to have it down below in the link. It's a PDF checklist, any promotion. I simply use that. So I'm going to go over some of those things with you here. And that's also part of your checklist with the Halloween checklist. So you can simply follow that as well. Okay, great. So we always start with two things you need to have media and you need to have Text, so the reason is when we have photos and videos of a promotion, in this particular case, Halloween, we're gonna use those photos and videos on social media, on our website, and our email marketing, everywhere, on the website, on the blog, on the Google post, everywhere we have media, we have photos and or videos, and then we have text, the text is going to be the caption. The caption that is going to say, hey, this deal is this, come on out for this, blah, 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 it's gonna be a paragraph or two, it depends on what it is, and you're gonna use that text, that copy, on your social media you're going to use it on your email you're going to use it on your website when somebody comes in so we're doing the work once systematically right so that has always been the purpose here and you can and that you follow the checklist that's what's going to be so first thing you're going to hypothetically have a particular deal that you're going to have how are you going to for instance if it's going to be a pizza, it's gonna be a spaghetti meatball, it's gonna be whatever the deal is going to be, like a family combo, it depends on what it's going to be. Take some photos of that, unless you already have it in your photo bank, you should already have a lot of photos and stuff that you can simply reuse and repurpose, which we talk a lot about on this show. If not, simply set aside about an hour where you're going to take some photos of the particular dish or the particular thing that's going to be your deal. Then you got to sit and think about the copy. What's going to be the text? Happy Halloween, a Halloween deal. Um, hey, you know, we got this going on, you know, hope to see you, but whatever thing it is. And in order to order that, this is our online ordering, this is this, whatever. That, that caption you're going to use in multiple places, as I mentioned. So it may take you 30 minutes to put together, friend, but once it's done, it is done which is the beauty of the system. Next, a tip that I have for you is to go to canva.com, c a n v a.com where it's a free online tool where you can edit images. When people are scrolling on their social whatever thing it is, if majority of, you know, if you look at your friends or your family when they share photos there's no text on the image, and that is why when you have text on an image, um, it pops a little bit more, and you want them to stop the scroll, right? So if you go to canva.com, it's free, mm-hmm. and you can very, very easily add text to the image. So we got the media, you're gonna put the image on an exclusive Halloween deal, or something like that, or whatever the, the name of your deal is. We talked about maybe calling it something fun as well. You wanna put that on your image. From there, once you have the media and once you have the text, which is the story, the whatever thing it is, we're simply going to place it in multiple places, right? One is going to be your email marketing. We talk about all the time on this show, friend, every single week an email must be going out to your customers, out of sight, out of mind. We don't want to be that, so you send an email every single week. So in that, you want to make sure you have a section where you share about the upcoming halloween deal or promotion that you have going on two weeks out you need to be sowing that seed. people are busy so make sure to include that in your email next thing is about a week out you want to make sure it is prominent on your website when somebody comes in especially if you do online ordering for instance they come to your website um and it's what it's called is above the fold so the minute you want them to you want it to be prominent for them to be able to see um that you got this thing going on in the next five to seven days right you want them to you wanna sow the seed. Next is you wanna create a Google post. I've shared that with you many times here on the show. The secret is not much of a secret, friend. We have a system and we use the system and we'll make things success. That's just how it is. So Google post and the way you do that, you can look it up. You uh, probably have a Google page for your restaurant where customers so graciously go in there and leave reviews for your restaurant. There is a section to create Google posts. It is free, very simple. You already have the login and everything. It's a tool you're not been utilizing. Post, create a Google post. It has very high SEO. So if someone's looking for like pizza near me, taco near me or something like that, it'll come up the Google post because it's obviously part of a Google package, right? So do that as well. Social media, you know it. You are gonna share it on your social media and your Instagram stories and things like that as well on your Facebook groups. I talk about Facebook groups all day long here, friend, two weeks out, you need to be sharing it on your local Facebook groups. Many Facebook groups have days where they allow businesses to post. If you don't know, you can simply reach out to the admin directly and say, Hey, I'm the owner of, I'm the manager of so-and-so restaurant. Would you let me know when? Is it, uh, I have this exclusive deal about blah, blah, blah. Is it okay if I post it on the thing? If so, when is a day that I can? A lot of times they don't want like businesses just to be uh, posting 10 bazillion stuff, so they just go in and say on Wednesdays and Sundays, which is the day that our local Facebook group that has over 20,000 active members in that Facebook group in our three to five mile radius of our restaurant, they allow business postings. That's when we post our business posts as the Halloween promotion. Last but not least, always when we have an offer, we have this last weapon, and that is our text message marketing. And that is always when I have an offer or a deal, on the day of, we have over 4,500 people in our texting database, and we've been sending a text message every single week, just like the email, for the last five years, okay? And I mean, this is what we do, and that has been tremendously effective in helping us grow our sales for our restaurants. So this is what we do. But whenever I have a promotion on the day, so in the case of Halloween, around 3 to 3.30 p.m., I'm going to schedule that text that's going to go out to our customer database. They're already already thinking about what's going to be their dinner plans, right? They're not going to make reservations or whatever two days before for Halloween, right? So at 3 p.m., 3.30 p.m., they're going to get this text message from our restaurant that is going to be you know, the Halloween deal, blah, 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 and Julie's a no-brainer deal. And lo and behold, it works like a charm. And if you are interested in learning how you can utilize text message marketing for your restaurant as low as like $30 for a thousand text messages, right? And when you consider text messages at 98% open rate, and in other words, if I send a text message to 1,000 people, 998 People are going to see that text most likely within five minutes because uh, texting buzzes and right. We, we all love receiving texts, right? But anyways. That has been our weapon in in getting the most amount of exposure for our promotions and leading to horror stories of Halloween for our restaurants. We've gotten much better now. We prepare for it, but running out of stuff because it got so, so busy. And so the, your goal is always your marketing efforts to be in a way that your operations is slightly in an uncomfortable area, right, that everybody needs to hurry up. You know what I'm talking about. So that is our goal, and I hope that you utilize this checklist. Have this uh, Halloween to be the best Halloween of sales yet for your restaurant, and make some deals. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode. Uh, I appreciate your time. Our goal here is to serve you, uh, market your restaurant, make some money, and have some freedom with utilizing systems and checklists like the one that I've been trying to provide you today. If it was helpful in any way, I would appreciate it if you send us an email to makingdowshow at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions you would like us to cover in a future episode, let me know as well. Be sure to subscribe so you do not miss a show. And uh, now it's time to get back to work and make some deal. Bye.